You're a phony. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. That's right. You're a big fat phony. Imposter, I'm just a middle class worker from Toronto. In spite of how I sound, single one platinum bigger than Molly and Jimmy and Yellowman, but I'm not even mulatto. My reggae's watered down. Hear me on the radio, think I could not be blacker. But on my video, you see I'm really a cracker. Pretending I was a rasta since I was in jammies. I should paint my face and start belting out Mary. So, Rusty Pudding, you've challenged me to find the imposters. In, I did. In wrestling. Yeah. And we've broken this down to. Somebody playing a gimmick that is being passed off as being an original who played that gimmick. Yeah, okay. Rather than somebody that's just a gimmick that's very similar. Like the oh, Ren- yeah. like the Renegade in WCW was hyped up as being the return of the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, yeah, that's, but, that, that's a whole different list because we could talk about loads of WCW guys. Like yeah. the fucking guy who played um, Sub-Zero pretty much. Exactly, Glacier, yeah. Glacier, yeah. He was pretty much Sub-Zero. Exactly. So this is people, this is a gimmick... That was given from one person to another. Yeah. Let's get started. Okay. Razor Ramon. Quite famously, Rick Bodner was the fake Razor. Yeah. And we previously talked about him when he was on Shotgun. Yeah. And I said that he never did anything else other than be fake Razor. Not true. Oh. Liar. He went to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Really? Yes. As Big Titan. That was his name. Okay. And he was a member... Of NWO Japan. What? So he technically is an NWO member. It was only in New Japan that he was an NWO member, never in WCW. Yeah. But still, while NWO members from WCW were on tour in New Japan, they was all one unit. Yeah. So they joined NWO Japan. So technically, Big Titan, Rick Bogner, Fake Razor, was in the NWO alongside. Scott Hall, the original <laughs> Razor Ramon. Holy That's amazing. Shit. There you go, a lovely little fact there. Well, I've also seen them wrestle together, like as a tag team. That would have been brilliant. On, on, <laughs> on that note, yeah. I just thought of a new challenge right off the bat. I only, I only thought of that one. Oh, I only thought of that one before this episode, but I've changed my mind now. Okay. We've talked about this before as well, about the NWO. Yeah. I want N- every NWO wrestler. That's a tough one, that That's is. That's a tough one. But this, we won't do it next week. Is this for, for all promotions? For, for everything. Because no, I didn't know there was a New Japan wrestling. Yes, yeah. There's, um, so you got NWO Original. Yeah. Then that splintered off to NWO Wolfpack. Yeah, the red ones. The red ones, which was NWO Wolfpack and NWO Black and White. Yeah. Then there was NWO 2000. That's the silver one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah also, yeah, known as NWO Silver. Then you had NWO Japan. Yeah. Then you had NWO in WWE. There may be some more... But they're the six that's main for, That's ones. for you to find out. Shit. You don't have to do it next week, because next week's we've got the filler episode. But yeah. at some point in the future, I'll wait. To, that'll, that'll be quite, I'm interested to hear about that yeah. as well. Sounds good. Yeah, coming up. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> to go a little bit more modern, I'm going to just mention La Luchadora. Okay. Because that's the kind of... It's like a storyline gimmick where La Luchadora was obviously Alexa Bliss in a match against Becky Lynch. Oh, God, yeah. Then... Then Alexa Bliss had a match against La Luchadora, so it obviously couldn't be her. It was Becky Lynch, quite obviously. Then Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss had a match where La Luchadora interfered, and it turned out to be Mickey James who was returning. So that's a kind of pass around a gimmick. Yeah, it was a weird that one. That was yeah, a, that's weird. quite good. Though. I kind of like the idea of it. It was though. a weird couple of weeks since SmackDown. It wasn't was, it? yeah. It's yeah. just, it's just... Like, it sounds like something out of a Scooby Doo. 
episode. Exactly. <laughs> who is who is La Luchadora? Yeah. And it was used as a way of bringing Mickey James in. So I'm, which, which is I'm always fat, good. I'm fat, you know, Mickey James is great. She is brilliant. Yeah, I love her. And in the same vein, you had uh, Blue Blazer, who was Owen Hart. That's who was the Blue Blazer. Oh. Yeah. We won't go into that. But, what a shame. But he was imposted, the Blue Blazer, when he come out the same time as Owen Hart. And it's like, who is it? And it was Jeff Jarrett. But it's similar sort of, what do you call it, like misdirection play. Yeah. With, hang on, if that's the Blue Blazer and that's Owen Hart, who is that guy really? Mm. Uh, same thing with Lost Con- Conquistadors. Yeah. When Edge and Christian had been imposed with this ban on challenging for the tag team titles, they dressed up as Los Conquistadors. I can't say the fucking word. Los Conquistadors. Cause, cause, I can't say either. Conquistadors. That's it. Los Conquistadors. And they beat the Hardy Boys for the tag team titles. So Edge and Christian had the titles again. You guys totally freak of Asalissimo. Arriba, amigos. Uh, si, senor. Yeah. <laughs> they had the tag team titles again. And then the Hardy Boys dressed up as the Conquistadors. Jesus Christ. So it's another one of them condoluid who is this who are the real conquistadors? Yeah, but then Matt and Jeff are nothing like Edge and Christian. No, but it was it's blatant, it's one where it's blatantly <laughs> like blatantly obvious. Blatantly obvious, yeah. yeah. Similar to Mr. America, when oh. Hulk Hogan was what? blatantly Mr. America. What? Was yeah, he? He was. I yeah. can't believe it. <laughs> I, I don't believe that when he's come out to you know, well, he came up with different music, yeah. but he did all the same stuff. You exactly, know. and he had the moustache, you could blatantly see it was Hulk Hogan, but it's the same thing where he's like, wink, wink. I stand for everything that makes this country the greatest country in the world today, brother. But, Piper, there is one thing I am not. I am not Hulk Hogan, brother. They did it in the 80s with Andre the Giant, he he, I think he was he lost like a loser leaves town match or he had to go away for some reason mm. and he come back in a mask. And it's like <laughs> that's Andre the Giant. He's <laughs> an eight foot man. <laughs> you got a fucking for anyone else. Exactly. <laughs> and he was part of a team called the Machines. He was Giant Machine, I think. Oh, there was there was two of us. I'm, I'm not too sure who they were, but that's it's the enough. same thing where we know you know who it is, but let's pretend it's not. And yeah, same with the Conquistadors. Of course, they were attacked him in the 80s as well. The original Conquistadors. Wow. Right, next we have Jeff Hardy's alter ego, Willow. We die forever late in Willow's way. <laughs> From TNA. From TNA. Who obviously started appearing in vignettes where he was facing Jeff Hardy. And it's like, oh, well, who's that Willow then? Turned out to be... Matt Hardy. Broken Matt, and that was the beginning yeah. of the Broken Matt gimmick. Ah. So, so I'm not. I, I love the Hardy Boys, but I've not really followed them since yeah. the lo- left WWE. No, so. that, that's fine. That was another yeah. imposter. Yeah. Sinkara. <laughs> he was imposted by Sinkara Negro. So you had Sinkara Azul, which I think is Sinkara White. I think so, yeah. And then Sinkara Negro, the dark one. Wow. Black Sinkara. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Sin Cara Negro was Hunico. He was Hunico. Yes. Who, when Sin Cara was released from the WWE, if for being terrible, he just used to botch a lot. He was the, the botch machine. <laughs> the worst. The worst. <laughs> Possibly one of the worst wrestlers in recent memory. Oh, he was terrible. He was just really. He, he was. He was picked as like the next, basically the new Rey Mysterio. Exactly. Rey Mysterio just left. Oh no. 
It was still, I think it was in Sinkero for a they little were, bit. They were, yeah. But he was picked as the next Rey Mysterio. Just Hang on, <laughs> isn't Sinkero quite recent? Yeah, very, very recent. Stay tuned. Yeah. Carry on. But yeah, so Sinkero was, it was massive news on it. Yeah. Like, oh, we've signed this new, like, Mexican wrestler, Sinkero, blah, blah, blah. Everyone was dead excited, came into the ring, botched his first match. <laughs> So all hell. <laughs> and remember, he had a match against uh, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. And Alberto Del Rio battered him because he was he he bought something and it hurt Alberto Del Rio. Ah. And Alberto Del Rio just he just lost, lost it, it. Yeah. and just like just battered him. <laughs> Rightly so. Yeah. He's wow. fucking up. Yeah. So yeah, he was the imposter was Hunico, and when like we say he was released for being shit for all the reasons <laughs> must be explained. Hunico became the Sinkara. imposter became the real Sinkara. And he's currently the real Sinkara. Still, right, still okay. not great. Okay. Still, yeah, he's better than the original. Yeah, he's better, but he's not fucking brilliant. No. So, yeah. So, an imposter became the real one. Kurt Angle had an imposter. Yeah, in a match against The Undertaker at Survivor Series 2000, uh, Kurt Angle rolled out the ring, rolled back in, took a last ride, but before a pinfall could be made... Another Kurt Angle came in and rolled him up. It turned out that the guy that rolled back into the ring was his brother, Eric Angle, who was posted <laughs> as Kurt. Happened again when Brock Lesnar was facing Kurt Angle. Uh, took an F5. Lesnar looked at him, realised something wasn't right. Kurt Angle come out and got a victory over Lesnar. Um, this was at a time when Kurt Angle was very much... He was injured. He had a bad neck. Yeah. Needed surgery, and it was sort of widely regarded that this match, just before WrestleMania for the title, even though they were had a WrestleMania match for the title, was going to be Angle dropping it so Lesnar could face someone else and Angle could get surgery. So Lesnar come out, it was going to be a squash match, and everyone was like, oh yeah, just how we predicted. No, no, Kurt Angle come out and got the win and ended up going to WrestleMania anyway. So it was, it was well done. Wow. The imposter, again, was Eric Angle. Yeah. Going to go to WCW for a, a quick moment. Ooh. Sting was impostered. Which is uh, it was it was well done. I've recently watched it on the network and it was well done. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. NWO had converted Sting. He's an NWO member, and the WCW guys Lex Luger and I can't think who else was a part of the at the time. Steiners, people like that, were disgusted that Sting would turn his back on them and join the NWO. Yeah. Turns out he was an imposter at War Games, which was four guys on each team. One would enter the sorry, the two in the ring, and then at intervals, another guy. I would enter. love war games, man. so good, isn't it? They should bring it back. Fucking, maybe you can put that in as one of your bring it back, yeah. Bring it back, it's war fucking games. brilliant. War games, so man. good. And the last entry for the NWO team was Sting, so it was like, oh no, he has joined the NWO. What are we gonna do? Ooh, ooh. Then the last entry for WCW was Sting, Sting. the real Sting. So brilliant. well done, it was brilliant. That is fantastic. But what happened was Sting came in, battered everybody, including the fake Sting, then walked out as if to say, you didn't trust me, so I'm done with you. And he left, and the NWO Sting got the win, he put the Scorpion Deathlock on Lex Luger, won the match. Nice. The original turned into the Crow Sting, and he didn't speak for over a year. He didn't. It was brilliant. So good build up. I, I told you, I love, I love Sting because oh, of this. So good. Really good build up. Like, I, I know he's technically ripping off the crow. Yeah. But it didn't matter. No. It didn't, didn't matter. No. Because it was well done. It's so well done. He'd just be up in the in the roof and he'd come down to the ring. 
uh, attack some people, they disappear. Then next week he'd be seen in the crowd, and he just it wouldn't do a great deal of anything. No, but it was so good. Just he just had presence. Exactly. It was it was basically the Undertaker of the WCW. Exactly. Technically, I mean that's why everyone wanted to see the fucking match. Yeah, yeah. But we never will. Never no. will. No. Uh, yeah. So and just on a, a side note, the imposter. Was uh, I've not even got his name? I've let you down, guys. Oh, that's a shame. But he played a character called Cobra just before he became the imposter. Okay. And he had a rivalry with a genuine lieutenant in the U.S. Army um, called Lieutenant Craig Pitbull Pittman. Now the storyline was Cobra was in the Gulf War with Pittman. Pittman deserted him in the desert. Yeah, desert in the desert. I like that. <laughs> and got back to camp and declared him AWOL. Said he went missing. Then they both met in WCW to settle this score, and Cobra was the heel. The guy that got abandoned in the desert was the heel of the rivalry. What? How does that work? I have Who no won? idea. Uh, Pit- Pitbull Pitman got the better of the heel Cobra. Also, um, the fake Sting made it onto the back cover of WWE's Best of Sting DVD. They genuinely didn't know the difference. My God. Oh, that's, see, that's a gem, that is. That is a gem. That's a good gem, that is. Yeah, so the fake thing wow. is on the back cover. In WCW, La Parker was uh, having a match with Randy Savage. When La Parker, out of nowhere, hit a diamond cutter. Oh. And uh, beat Randy Savage. I wonder who it's going to be. La Parker took his mask off and it was DDP. Yeah. He was in a rivalry with Randy Savage at the time, so just another little imposter one-off. There's probably loads of these littered about <laughs> wrestling, but yeah, 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 can't go, can't find them all. Uh, Diesel, fake Diesel was Glenn Jacobs. We spoke about this. Same as fake Razor. There was both brought in to show that they WWE owned th- that gimmick, yeah, and not the guys that played them. And Glenn Jacobs fared a bit better than Rick Bogner because he was a better wrestler. He'd previously been Isaac Yankum and he would become Kane, obviously. Who else was he? He was Unibomb. And? He was the Christmas monster. Oh, the Christmas monster in the Smoky Mountain. Yeah, he was the Christmas monster. <laughs> he looked like a Christmas tree, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Came out with green, tinsel all over him. Tinsel, yeah. Wow. That was Glenn Jacobs. Fucking awful. Yeah, in Smoky Mountain. Yeah, well done, Jim Cornette, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Kane, a little transition there. He had an imposter. It was Luke Gallows, who's current Raw Tag Team Champion. Yeah. Um, after he was the imposter Kane, who, by the way, beat Kane in a match at Vengeance 2006, he was just thrown out the building on Raw the next night. Yep. And never appeared again. That was the end of the storyline. Yep. Wow, okay. Yeah, then he become Festus, who was like comatose. Yeah, who was his partner? Do you remember his name? No, I didn't. Oh, Jesse. Jesse, somebody, one of you. Yeah, I don't know his full name. I, yeah. I wasn't really watching at this point, but yeah, he become Festus. They left, and uh, old CM Punk got him out of the comatose state and introduced him as Luke Gallows. Then he left, become a Bullet Club member. And <laughs> well, well, do you right. remember the Festus gimmick? Like he just dribbled, didn't he? Well, he was he was basically comatose until the bell would ring. Okay. And then he would go ape shit. <laughs> and, God, and, and, I love it. Until someone would ring the bell again. So a lot of times in the match, someone would just ring the bell to stop him from going ape shit. Yeah. It was, it was quite... It was, it was, That's quite cool. I like that. Actually. It was fun for a bit and then it got... Boring. It got very boring very quick. Yeah. But for a bit it was fine. Yeah. And on the subject of imposter Canes, there was another one in 1998 who had a match with Mankind, defeated him, 
in a number one contenders match for the title, took his mask off. So at the time, people thought, wow, Kane's going to reveal himself. It was The Undertaker. Yeah, I remember that. It was cool. I was mind blown as a kid watching that. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And speaking of The Undertaker, he had an imposter. It was Brian Lee who became Chains of DOA, a partner of Crush. So it was a fake imposter. The match was set up for SummerSlam 1994. It was a bizarre one. It was poorly received, mostly because it came after the Bret Hart Owen Hart cage match. One of the greatest cage matches of all time. Yeah. And yeah, the real Undertaker won. That was the end of that. Doink the Clown. Of course, he had many imposters. The main one was at WrestleMania 9. Steve Kern. He came in as like, a, which one's the real doink? Oh, there's two of them. And the commentators even tried to play it off a little bit as, are we really seeing two doinks? <laughs> or is it some kind of doink clown trick? Like, no, he's fucking two people stood there blatantly. <laughs> he's, not, he's not an actual wizard. No, he's not. And he, yeah, he beat Crush because of this. Kind of like twin magic. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Ray Apollo and Steve Lombardi also could be considered imposters. But uh, speaking of Steve Kern, the original imposter, he was part of an, a homoerotic tag team called the Fabulous Ones. Oh, God, yeah, he yeah. was. But, I mean, they they a great example of mid-carders not doing anything, and then you put them together, and they become so popular. They really were really popular in the 80s. Well, I had that, um, I think it was uh, Pat Patterson loved them. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> of course he did. Oh. <laughs> That's why you bring me. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, and Steve Kern would also be Skinner in WWF. So he went from a fabulous one, a very attractive man, to Skinner. (laughs) There was an alligator. Skinner. Skinner. Yeah, that's it. Wow, okay. And he's tag team partner in the fabulous ones. Now this is completely off WWF and uh, I just, I have to speak of it. This is the last one I'm going to talk about. His partner in the fabulous ones was Stan Lane. Yeah. Here's the story. Stan Lane died. Okay. That was a quick story. It was mentioned... (laughs) (laughs) Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. It was mentioned in his obituary that he was a former wrestler and this news spread to Jim Cornette who managed Stan Lane in the Midnight Express. This is going to get really bad, isn't it? It's going to get good. It's going to get really good. All right. So Jim Cornette, wondering why his good friend had died and he hadn't heard about it, he contacted him to his surprise... He answered the phone. Oh, 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 God! Stan Lane answered the phone. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Nothing wrong. Oh, absolutely nothing nothing to report. Yeah. So uh, contact was made with this widow who had put this obituary in. And she swore blind her husband was Stan Lane and he's dead. So yeah, there's a lot of confusion. No, it can't be. And she even spoke to the real Stan Lane who said, sorry, this is me. You know, your husband is not me. And uh, she had pictures to prove it. She was adamant that my husband was Stan Lane, the wrestler, and now he's dead. What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. What? It turns out that her husband had fooled her into believing that he was Stan Lane. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy balls. Wow. And uh, she'd been fooled for more than 20 years until his death. So no, she, like this real thing. This is not like no, no, no storyline. Like this is genuine. Jesus she believed wept. for twenty years she was married to a wrestler called Stan Lane, who was a quite a famous wrestler, but she wasn't. Did he look like Stan Lane? I, I have not found any pictures of him, but 
Because like, come on, sure. that's not like better than anything Vince could pull out of his ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> what happens is she watched wrestling one day and Sam Lane was wrestling. Well, the thing was, and, and it was like. That's not you. Yeah, well, they met. I think should they met. I don't know if they was married, but they met in something like 1984. Mm. Stan Lane was still on national TV until like the late 80s. So there was a good five, six year period where... She couldn't have seen him on telly. Yeah. Like, that's not you. Yeah, hang on. Stan Lane. You're so, not... so what was he doing when he said he was going out to work every day? Yeah, <laughs> fair point. Yeah, he could have got away with anything. He fooled his wife for 20 Christ. years. 20 years. What the fuck? So... Shout well, out to the... Sometimes truth really is stranger than fiction. Exactly. Shout out to the ultimate wrestling imposter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I thought that. <laughs> <laughs>
that's it. Brilliant.